Any successful plan requires wisdom and preparation, and retirement is no different. It's time for the Plan Wise Retire Free Podcast. It's time for another Plan Wise Retire Free Podcast. I'm Walter Storholt, filling in once again for Mark Killian alongside Jude Wilson, Holistic Wealth Manager at Centrist Financial Strategies, serving you throughout Florida, offices in Orlando and Bradenton. You can find us online at Planwise retirefreepodcast.com. Jude, great to be with you once again. How you been, sir? I am doing amazing. The weather here is good. I know some people across the country got hit with some bad weather a couple of weeks ago, but you know, living in Florida ain't that bad during this time of the year. <laughs> you don't have to de- yeah, you guys have to deal with some hurricanes and that sort of thing, but but no ice. You don't you don't have to deal with the ice and the in the heavy snow. So that's a good trade-off, isn't it? (laughs) Well, we've got a great show on the way today. We're going to talk in particular today about small business owners and retirement planning for small business owners. And I think this is a really important topic to discuss, Jude, because business owners, as we have found, are particularly vulnerable to some misconceptions or maybe false assumptions about their retirement. Have you found that to be the case in, in your experience? Not to say all of them, but that it tends to be a problem sometimes. Walter, let me tell you, I love this topic because business owners are near and dear to my heart. Uh, my dad was a small business owner. Several of my siblings are small business owners. And I started my career in banking and did a lot of commercial lending. So I would meet with small business owners all the time. And the topics that we're about to talk about, I faced routinely. And now you are a small business owner yourself, so it kind of uh, you've seen both sides of the equation with that past experience at the bank. So that's pretty cool. Oh, and, absolutely. And and we all know small businesses are you know really the lifeblood of America. So many people living out their American dreams, owning their own businesses. But uh, I can speak from experience. You can certainly as well, Jude. When you're running your own business, I think any of us can identify with this. You're always thinking about the business, and sure, you can think about the future. But so much of your energy and your efforts and your mindset is on the day to day, like making it from day this today to tomorrow and to the next day and making sure that everybody's taken care of under your umbrella. Sometimes we forget to take care of ourselves well into the future. We're talking again about retirement. And that's why I think some, sometimes business owners fall into these, uh, these traps or misconceptions, if you will. So do you hear them, them say this, business owners, they come into you say, you know what, if, if I just execute my business plan, my retirement plan will take care of itself as well. Do you ever get that sentiment? If I only had a nickel. You know, <laughs> you'd, be, I, you'd be retired. If, oh, my God. If that and people singing, hey, Jude, I, I could buy out Microsoft right now if I had a nickel for those two things. <laughs> You know, my business owner clients, I really do love them. They they are a breed apart to go out on your own, take the risks, start the business. They did not do that because they wanted to work the rest of their lives. They did that to achieve financial freedom, have some control, and to be able to have some choices. The one thing, though, this topic comes up all the time. They believe if they just do the right things in the business, Retirement is going to take care of itself. And we've just come through uh, an incredible year with the coronavirus in 2020, and we see how fast things can change. You know, you could have a successful business now, cash flow is going well. And if you're not setting aside money for your retirement, planning for what your exit strategy is going to be, in a moment's notice, life can change. So I, I express to all my business owner clients, let's sit down, 
Let's put together a plan. I'm not saying your baby is ugly. Your business is beautiful. But let's plan on another contingent so that if the worst case scenario does happen, we've got multiple sources of income. Yeah, that's a great point. It, it just needs to be more detailed. I mean, are you detailed in your business's dealings? Well, fantastic. Carry that mentality over to planning for retirement. Don't be detailed on the, the business side and then let the retirement plan be more, eh, it'll just be fine and take care of itself. That's the sort of stick your head in the sand mentality. And we know that that's not going to work. Sometimes it's a, a more specific desire or misconception or problem that a business owner has, Jude. Um, they may look at their financial situation and say, you know what, I don't necessarily have a lot of money in the bank, but I have a really high net worth when you value in the, uh, you know, factor in the value of the business. And that's one of the things that leads to that maybe overconfidence that the business is going to take care of everything. Oh, absolutely. I've, if I've seen it time and time again, because the business is, like you said, it's everything to them. It's their baby. It's the way they pay for their bills. It's the way they create the lifestyle that they've become accustomed to. But they've got to allocate a certain amount of money aside. Most business owners allocate a certain amount of money to pay payroll taxes, to pay their annual tax liability, heck, for day-to-day -day bills. And I tell all our business clients, you should allocate a certain percentage of your revenue specifically for retirement funding. And when you do that, you don't have to worry about how much money is in the bank. You've already allocated that. Just like many people who are not business owners and have a 401k, that money comes out automatically. You don't even see it. So make that plan. Now, sometimes that plan, Jude, looks like this. Hey, I'll just sell the business and I'll make enough money and probably more than enough to support myself in retirement. So they may not save for retirement religiously throughout their working career, but they just know that they're building up that equity in the business and building value in the business. And they just say, I'll sell it all, pocket all that money, and that'll fund my retirement. Well, a few things on that. I'm going to touch on three points. Uh, number one, most business owners that I've met with, and I've been in the financial services industry now for 25 years, they have a unrealistic vision about how much their business is worth. And very rarely do they get a professional to value the business. They've come up with some calculation in their head, which sometimes it's pretty close. Other times it's wildly off, but it's your baby and you believe it's worth X. So that's the first thing is that I would have a professional value the business. How much is it worth today on the open market? Just like if you were selling your house. The second thing is that usually I encounter in family owned businesses that there is one dominant person in the business, one spouse that's pretty much running the business or has the knowledge or created the business, and maybe another spouse who is supporting that person. And it's unfortunate, but I've seen time and time again, when that person passes away prematurely, the business is completely disrupted. And so we've got to think beyond just, you know, 10 years from now, 20 years from now, when I can sell this business, you know, I'm going to come into a windfall. Um, life has sold us recently that, you know, things change and things can change pretty rapidly. And then the last thing that I would say is that when you're looking at the potential for the business to be your sole retirement, everybody has heard that saying, don't put all your eggs in one basket. So why would you put something as important as your retirement 
in one basket, the business. You've got to look at other possibilities, other sources to help you get to that place of financial freedom. And it certainly doesn't jive with what's probably led you to building a successful business. Um, It's really taking a lot of those principles that have made you successful and applying them to your own retirement. It just takes uh, transferring that same discipline and uh, line of thinking that you had in building the business, again, most likely. I I do have another point I want to bring up about that, Jude, but let's hold on to it for a moment and and bring up family businesses real quick, because I do think that's an important little uh, subgroup of our small business owner conversation here. That's the plan of a lot of folks who have more of a family-run business. You mentioned the spouse situation. What about the spouses who are working in the business and then maybe their sons and daughters in the business as well? And, uh, you know, the, the, the elder says, okay, well, the family's going to take over the business, and I know that they'll just keep it running well, and they're going to take care of me while I'm living out my retirement years. Well, there's a, a very interesting phenomenon going on right now. We know, you know, baby boomers are getting ready to retire. Some have already retired. And they have seen, uh, before they retired, they'd seen other people who have sold their business or passed on their business to the next generation. Well, the interesting trend that's going on now is the Gen X and the millennials are saying, Mom, Dad, I don't want the business. I've got other dreams. And so now you're stuck if little Tommy, who was supposed to be your successor, says, this is not my dream. I did it to help out, but I've got to to go my own route. The other thing that's happening is that I think I read in the um, Small Business Administration Journal that 67% of businesses that are passed to the second generation don't survive the second generation. Oh, fascinating. Wow. Yeah. It's, so it is uh, the passion and everything that the, the owner wanted to do with their life, that business was their passion, but it's not necessarily the passion of the second generation. And so if you're thinking that, you know, little Tommy is going to run the business the same way and, and give you a, a paycheck as the, the chairman of the business, Sometimes that doesn't work out as well as you would hope. So again, and I hate to be a broken record, but really thinking through that, I'm not saying that it it can't happen, but thinking through a holistic plan of how am I going to retire and have income for life so that I don't run out of, of money before I run out of life. I know that a lot of people, business owners, take pride in pouring everything they have back into the business, right? Like that's a, it's almost a badge of honor that people will wear, or it's a sign of, of a good business, taking extra profits and, and pummeling them back into the business to grow and strengthen the business. Do you find that that's a difficult spot for business owners as well? to Because you almost have to buck that good mentality and pay yourself first more often so that you can start saving for your retirement down the line. It just, it almost seems to go, it's the one thing that seems to go counterintuitive to owning a business and planning for retirement is taking some of that money away from the business and tucking it away for your own personal, you know, future financial gain rather than investing it back into the now of the business. Do you find that that's a tough struggle for people to have in, in a conversation oh, that you have? Okay. There's no doubt about it. You know, the, the typical business owner that I run into is a type A personality. They're a hard charger. And so to they like to have the reins in their hand. They're the Tom Brady in the fourth quarter that <laughs> wants to throw that winning pass. So 
to 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 give it to a bench player uh, that you, you don't control. That's hard concept to them, you know. So I, I talk to business owners all the time saying, look, I understand this is tangible. You see this, you know, the ups and downs of the business, you know, the cycles, you know, your clients, you know, your customers, but you've got to have an alternative to that so that you've got all of your bases covered. And it's hard for them to, to wrap their mind around that concept that I'm going to give toward my own future in a different vehicle outside of my business. Yeah, it can be a really hard mental shift to make, but a necessary one in most cases. So, Jude, what does the planning process look like when somebody comes into Centrist Financial Strategies and they are a small business owner? Do you still take them through your normal planning process? Are there some additional things that you end up talking to those folks about? Can you take us under the hood real quick for what that uh, meeting process would look like? Yeah, you, you hit the nail on the head because business owners are a special breed. And because you're a business owner, you have some options that a regular W-2 employee doesn't have. And so one of the things that we do, uh, we've got three levels of planning and our highest level of planning is our GPS Wealth Navigator. It stands for Guidance, Planning, and Strategies. And we take our business owners through that process and as one of the modules in there is the tax map journey. And taxes are such an important piece for specifically for business owners because they have some abilities that us regular W-2 people don't have. And so it's a different mindset. The, the, the strategies uh, sometimes are different. The process, the GPS Wealth Navigator is the same, but with the business owner, there's a little extra detail to the things that are only available to them as a business owner. Very good. And if you want to access those resources, we will put a link to it in the description of today's show. So it's easy for you to find. So just check the description or show notes section of your podcast app and you'll find a link directly to that. Uh, Or you can call if you have any questions for Jude, Mike, and the team at Centrist Financial Strategies. 800-779-4592 is that number. That's 800-779-4592. So all you business owners out there, you do a great job running your small businesses. Just make sure to take care of your retirement as well. Do it properly and uh, make sure that you all that hard work of your whole life is going to pay off as it should when you get to your retirement years. And don't, don't leave it so much up to chance, just like you wouldn't with your business. Don't do it with retirement either. Jude, thank you, my friend. This was uh, enjoyed sitting in for Mark on these past two episodes. I have a feeling he and Mike will probably be back for the next recording, but uh, glad we were able to chit-chat a little bit here in, uh, in substitution role, and uh, we'll talk to you again next time around. Hey, always enjoy talking to you, and, and maybe uh, Mike and Mark will come out of their party mode and join <laughs> us next time. That's right. We'll, we'll force them out. We'll go find them. We're going to put the search party together after, uh, <laughs> after today's episode and go pull them up. Now, we're looking forward to uh, having them back, I'm sure, on the next one. Uh, for Jude Wilson, I'm Walter Storholt. We'll talk to you next time on Plan Wise, Retire Free. The preceding program is sponsored by Jude Wilson and Mike Mott, which is solely responsible for its content.